Support for WRFA is brought to you by Quadrant Biosciences, now providing no-cost COVID testing in Chautauqua County. Quadrant Biosciences has partnered with Chautauqua County to provide free COVID testing. For more information on how to schedule an appointment, visit quadrantbiosciences.com slash COVID testing. Support for WRFA is also brought to you by Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union provides credit union membership to people who live, work, worship, attend school, do business, and any other entities within Chautauqua County. For more information, including how to become a member, call or text 716-665-7000 or visit them on the web at 665-7000.com. And again, you are listening to Community Matters. The Western New York Land Conservancy and the Friends of the Allegheny Wildlands recently announced they met their fundraising goal to save the Allegheny Wildlands. We caught up with Land Conservancy Deputy Executive Director Jean Rose Burney about what makes this property special and the next steps in its conservation. We have the Western New York Land Conservancy here with us on the line to talk to us about a project that we, we talked about with them earlier in 2021, and it seems like it's now going to be coming to fruition. So, uh, Jean, it's great to be talking with you again. Yeah, thank you, Julie. I'm I'm glad to be here. It's really exciting. So the big news is that you've been able to get the full funding you need for the Allegheny Wildlands. Can you tell us more about how that all finally came to fruition? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it it is really exciting. You know, just by the end of this year or last year now, um, we had raised enough money to be able to purchase the Allegheny Wildlands, um, which is a a really gorgeous 200-acre property of forest uh, down in South Valley uh, on the, um, on the reservoir, you know, on the other side of the reservoir from Allegheny State Park. And this forest has, uh, American chestnut trees, which is really, you know, these trees have basically been wiped out a hundred years ago by a blight, but, you know, this property still has five or six that are 40 to 60 feet tall, some that are flowering, um, great wildlife, bobcats, black bears, you know, great, great plants, orchids. It's a place that, you know, 10,000 years ago wasn't even covered by glaciers. So these plant communities have had much longer to develop and become more diverse. Um, and we have been trying to raise money to be able to buy the land for the last year and a half. Um, and once we buy the land, we want to make it a, an open to the public nature preserve with walking trails. And fortunately, you know, everyone in the community rallied together to help raise the money so that we could protect this place in perpetuity and make sure that people can always go there and experience you know, what is really a, a really cool place to, to visit. And in terms of, you know, the history of the property, uh, the Western Land Conservancy will be only maybe, I guess, if you want to say third owner of this property. Yeah, yeah. So the the family that is going to sell us the land, um, they've owned it for many generations going back to the early 1800s. They bought it from the Holland Land Company. Um, and so it's gone through multiple, you know, iterations. At one point, it was a farm, um, you know, there was a house there at one point. And, um, but this is still the same family, I think the fifth generation. And they just decided, you know, in the last year that it was just time that they, they couldn't maintain the land anymore. They wanted to, to, to uh, sell it, but they didn't want it to be um, developed or lost. They wanted it to remain a forest. And so they, they're really happy that we wanted to try to buy it from them. They still had to sell it, you know, the, 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 so it was still something they needed to do um but we were fortunate that they they wanted to sell it to us and you know we were able now to to raise the money and and over the next six months we should be going through the process of actually purchasing the land now that we have the funds in place 
Mm-hmm. And once you, you know, officially take all the ownership, um, is there a timeline for um, how long it'll be before the land will be open for public use? Or do you, do you have uh, plans for creating trails within the, the park? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's a really, um, you know, so what we expect to happen is over the next six months for us to, to finalize the purchase. So we hope to own the land by the middle of 2022. And then it usually takes us about a year, a year and a half to put trails in place. We want to have a little small parking area so people can, you know, maybe four or five cars at a time can can go there. Um, and then so that puts us into the middle of 2023 when we expect this, uh, the Allegheny Wildlands to be to be fully open to the public with a walking trail and a place to park and, you know, an entry sign. Um, and it, it'll be really exciting. You, you know, it's 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 a it's a really cool property. The views of the reservoir are really amazing and the wildlife and the birds and, you know, everything about it. It's just, it's a really fun place for people to visit. And I know a lot of people are always down on the reservoir at the marina nearby. Um, obviously, lots of people visit Allegheny State Park. Um, and this is just be another another place for people to be able to visit while they're there. And then people who live in the community, this is a great place to, to go, you know, essentially in, in their in their neighborhood to just experience this, this forest. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about either the Allegheny Wildlands or about the efforts by the Western New York Land Conservancy? Yeah, sure. So, you know, we're, we're very grateful for everyone in the community for helping with this. The town of South Valley, the, the, the county, um, and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people gave money and time to save this really important place. So that's first and foremost, is just you know, very much thankful, thankful to the landowners for wanting to make this happen. Um, the Western New York Land Conservancy, we're, we're a not-for-profit land trust. We work throughout Western New York doing things like this. We work with landowners who want to protect their land. We work in communities who want to save the places that matter most to people there and to wildlife. Um, And so we're always trying to find the next place to protect. We're always trying to find people who really want to work with us um, to to help conserve places in Western New York that are really important to people, to wildlife, um, you know, future generations. And so we have a website www.wnylc.org. Take a look at it. You can see some of the other work that we're doing. And if you'd like to get involved, let us know. Email us, call us. All of our contact information is on the website. And, um, you know, it's just, again, really exciting, really good way to start the new year. Um, and we're looking forward to the day when we cut the ribbon at the Allegheny Wildlands and we can all go on those new trails. Mm-hmm. It's you, you mentioned that you're always looking for the next property. Is there a next property that you're looking at right now? Well, uh, we don't have one. So we have a few properties. So we work throughout West New York. Um, we're trying to protect land along the Niagara River, um, along the Niagara Escarpment. We're looking for land that we'd like to protect down in Allegheny County. Um, we don't have specific properties identified yet. We're, you know, we also do a lot of farmland protection. So one of the really cool projects that we're working on, which is, you know, a little further north in Erie County, is uh, we're, we're partnering with a, an organization called the Providence Farm Collective, which is uh, a, a not-for-profit that runs a farm where immigrants and refugees who mostly have been resettled in the city of Buffalo have a place to grow food, culturally appropriate food, you know, uh, food that they can use to feed their families and their communities. It's it's a place where people who basically have just come to the U.S. or are trying to find a, you know, a way, make a new life, have a way to develop their own communities, um, have a, a good, you know, positive thing to do and grow healthy, appropriate food uh, for their families and their communities. And we're trying to help them buy the farm that they're, they're currently using so they own it so that it's always theirs 
and then we want to then protect the land as farmland um, so that it's always available as farmland. So that's that's a big, you know, really interesting, fun project that we're working on this year. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's an exciting it's an exciting thing to do, and it's an exciting community to work with. Mm-hmm. That is definitely interesting because uh, one of the things that I've heard in our community, rural community, agricultural community, uh, is that concern about farmland protection and you know that often we see farmland disappear in terms of it being used in that for that purposes because families get out of it and at the same time uh we've heard in the recent months uh our our local mayor here in jamestown eddie sunquist talk about you know bringing refugees down to this area and you know talking about different you know ways it can be part of the community and agriculture is something that might be, you know, something like this kind of project might be something that could work here. So definitely interesting to hear about this. Yeah, no, well, great. Yeah, and a lot of what we do is farmland protection, you know, throughout Western New York, trying to protect land so that it's always available for farming so that, you know, we can grow our own food in Western New York and, you know, farm families can have a place to grow food and, you know, create businesses and, um yeah, and then this this Providence Farm Collective model, you know, certainly could work in other places like Jamestown, you know, and a lot of immigrants, refugees are, are coming and being resettled from communities where they were, you know, basically agrarian communities where they, they were farmers and, you know, buying farmland and having new farms is not easy. It's not cheap. And so this is one way to, to make it possible for, for people who just came to the, the U.S. to uh, to have that ability to grow food. Great. Anything else that you'd like to tell us about? Uh, no, I think I think that's it. I, I mean, I, you know, again, I'm grateful that the, the the everyone came together so that we could protect the Allegheny Wildlands, um, and uh, you know, I appreciate being invited to to come on this show. Yeah, thanks again for being with us.